Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and today we are going to be talking about my heart. Yes, my heart. I know. I'm just talking about myself all the time. I know it. But I mean, it is my podcast. So like, what do I know better than myself? My thoughts? Actually, God knows me better than I know myself. However, actually, a lot of people probably know me better than myself. Like my therapist probably knows me better than myself. My mom sometimes my mom knows me better than my actually mother knows best but I don't know if she knows me better than myself anyways that's beside the point today I'm going to be heart dumping and you know if you don't know what that is let me explain there is a time in every podcaster's life for me it happens once every month or so where I just need to word vomit and I have a lot of feelings on my heart that I just want to get out. And so I sit down at the podcast studio, also known as the computer and the microphone and my little Apple wire headphones. And I sit here and I say, I need to get everything out right now without a plan, without anything written down and just word vomit. So that's what I'm going to do today because you know what? I need it. I have a lot of feelings and I want to share um, in hopes that it would help someone, in hopes that we can kind of get through it together. Um, I feel like I've been on an emotional roller coaster the past couple of weeks, like the past week and a half, um, have been very up and down. And, um, you know, I don't want to give too many specifics away just because, like, I don't know. I want to respect, like, people's personal lives. Whoa, that was really scary. My laundry just, okay, listen, side tangent. I'm in my closet right now because the air conditioning is really loud, but in my closet, you can't hear the air conditioning. But when I'm like outside in my room, you can hear like in the background. And so I had to come to my closet, but I wanted it to be aesthetically pleasing. So I put my laundry bin like on top of like a shelf that I have in here, but it just fell. Okay. Anyways, let me fix this. Oh, ew. My laundry's like wet. Okay. All of my dirty clothes are from like running and stuff. So obviously it's going to, my clothes are going to be wet. Anyways, okay, back on it. I'm just going to talk through my feelings. Um, I've been going through a lot of like just personal stuff um, lately. Not anything like to be worried about. Nothing bad. Like I'm not like going through like a super hard like, but like I'm having feelings and I just need to like them out of me. And so that's what I'm going to do on this podcast today. So I want to call this a heart dumping, my annual heart dumping. Um, And I'm just going to speak things in my heart. But before I get into that, we're going to open up with a little light heart. Oh, oh my gosh. Everything in this closet is just so cramped. We're going to open up with a little lighthearted game. Um, I have some notes on my uh, phone, on like my iPhone. And one of the notes that I have on here is called Texas Learn. So I'm going to go through a couple of the things that I've learned since being at Texas. And I'm going to talk through them with you guys. And uh, we're just going to get after it. So the first thing 
if you move to Texas, you will learn very quickly that you will experience an entire year's worth of seasons in one week. I, when I tell you the weather here is crazy, like in one day, all, okay, today I woke up and it was foggy. About an hour later, it was like misty, rainy. And like the night before it had like thunderstormed, like intensely thunderstormed, hailed the day before. So now it's like misty. It's like 10 o'clock. I go to work and it's like not cold, but just like humid and hot and like a little sticky. I get out. The sun is shining. I just went on a walk and it was beautiful. I mean, like, like I can't make this stuff up. Like I literally can't make this stuff up. It, and the thing is the next thing, this is like kind of two and two in Texas, you'll learn that the weather will not tell you what the weather is. Like the weather app will not tell you anything. It says it's going to rain every day. The weather app literally says it's going to rain every day. It's a 50% chance of rain every single day in Texas. And without a doubt, it's always sunny. It's always shining. The UV is always like nine. It's always hot. It's always like 90 degrees. And it always says it's going to rain and it never rains except for today, obviously. But when it rains, it says it's not going to rain. And when it says it's not going to rain, it's going to rain. Don't make plans based off the weather. Just make plans. And the weather will like work itself out. It always works itself out. The, the Texas weather is just insane. Okay. Number three, you'll take the toll roads for the first two weeks living here and then realize you don't need to do it. The toll roads, for those of you that don't know, so there's like the regular roads that you just like drive on and then there are these things called toll roads, which are basically like mini like highway interstate kind of like fast pass vibes. Like they're like these like extra roads that get you places faster. Like they're like roads above the roads, like bridges kind of things. Um, and they're called tollways and you just like take up. I, I didn't even know these existed until I got to Texas. Um, but you just take them and it like helps you beat traffic or like, I don't know. But anyways, so you have to pay to go on these toll roads. And so sometimes I'll take the toll if I want to like get home quicker. Like if I'm going, like when I go to Audrey's house, it's like 30 minutes when I take the toll and it's an hour when I don't take the toll. So like, yeah, I'm going to take the toll. But like just going from like here to work, it's like a difference between like 25 minutes and 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm just going to drive an extra 10 minutes. Like it's going to be fine. But it's also so much better because the tolls just go so fast. And usually there's like, there's like slow moving traffic, but like there's just cars everywhere. And it's just not as enjoyable of an experience. Like when I'm in the car, I love to like see the scenery. Like Texas is so good for like looking at the land and seeing the grass. I like roll my windows down. I pass by like a lake. I see the sunset on my way home. Like I love my drives now to and from places. And I used to hate driving when I was in Nashville, but now since I have to drive a lot of places living in Texas and I don't take the toll roads, like everything's just a little slower and I kind of take it all in and I like love it. Like I love driving now. So yeah, there's that my little two cents. Number four, 10 miles over the speed limit is actually the correct speed limit. So like if the speed limit says 60, actually go 70. And that's like what the speed limit actually is. So you could probably get away with like 80 if the speed limit is 60. Like you really probably could. Like Texas people are speed demons, which is good because I have a really heavy foot. To go along with that, number five, I think this is, gas. I think I've said this on a podcast before, but like gas in Texas is weird because usually like my car takes regular gas, just like unleaded gas. 
but like here there's like four different options for like regular unleaded gas there's like regular gas unleaded gas regular unleaded gas super regular unleaded gas like it's just so confusing and I'm like just make up your mind people like I just need that I just need to hit that button and then pump my car and then I'll be fine um but gas is pretty good it changes a lot here but it's it's pretty reasonable I would say compared to like some other bigger cities which is nice. Um, the last one that I have, you'll either love HEB or you'll be terrified of it. Same goes for Whataburger. So HEB is like a Texas local grocery store. It's like a chain in Texas, but like HEBs are like grocery stores only for Texas. And they're like huge. I mean, they're massive. And they also have like a separate like barbecue thing that they sell, like a barbecue restaurant. That's like HEB barbecue. But, like, they have, like, sushi and fruit and produce and, like, I could go there and get just, like, a quick lunch and grab it and go. But then you can also, like, stock up on your groceries for the week. So, it's, like, the ultimate, like, if Walmart, Kroger, Sprouts had a baby and then you threw, like, a Subway in it but made it barbecue. That's, like, what H-E-B is. And then, like, blow it up and make it massive and make it huge and have, like, 8 million different options for popcorn. Like, do you want salted popcorn? Do you want sea salted popcorn? Do you want Himalayan salted popcorn? Do you want black salted popcorn? Because we've got that and then we have three different brands of each of that. That's basically what AGB is. So you'll either love it or you'll hate it. I've grown to love it because I really like their sushi. They have really good sushi. I like it for going in and grabbing something quick. Like if I need a quick lunch or if I want like a just like to pick up a pint of ice cream on the way home, like I'll go to HEB. I have lots of options. I know I want one thing, but if I go there, I don't think I could ever do my grocery shopping there because there's just too many options. I would be in there for hours trying to figure out what to get and trying to figure out where to go. Um, yeah, that's where I'll eat that. Same goes for Whataburger. Some people love it. Some people don't like it. You're either like a Whataburger stan or you're a Whataburger like hater. I'm a Whataburger hater. Sorry, Texas people. Oh, by the way, Whataburger is a fast food restaurant. Um, But I think it like started in Texas. I don't know. I know they have them like all over, but in Texas was the first time that I had a Whataburger and I just got like a chocolate shake. But we went at like two in the morning because it was after the premiere night um, for his story, the musical. And it's open 24 hours and I wanted ice cream. So we went to Whataburger because it was like the only thing open and it was scary, which again, I went at like two in the morning. So I guess that's why it was scary. But like, I don't know. I just didn't get good vibes from Whataburger. I don't know. I don't know. Also, the menu is really small. I'm a snob when it comes to like fast food though. Anyways, those are the things that you'll learn in Texas. But now it's time to tell you about my heart in Texas the past week and a half. It's been crazy. But first, I want to open up a prayer, um, bless this podcast, bless the listener, and just be open and honest with you guys. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for giving me an open heart and an open mind to want to share these things um, in hopes to help someone feel not alone. Lord, please help me come as I am um, and speak what the listener needs. Please help me come with vulnerability, with honesty, um, but not lose sight of speaking for you and through you because I can sit here and word vomit all day, but there's no point if it doesn't benefit you in some way. So I pray that this podcast benefits you, Lord. I also pray for the listener. Um, I pray that they, if they're struggling or feeling feelings like I'm feeling, um, I pray that they, uh, harness that and truly listen to themselves, um, and bring it to you, lay it at your feet. 
Thank you, Lord, for this day. And I love you. And that's all. Jesus, thank you. Amen. Okay. That was fun. So I want to just preface, like, before I go, like, really deep into my emotions that I am, like, so happy here. I'm so happy in Texas. I'm so happy every day getting to wake up is just a new experience, new, like, life-giving opportunities. I love life in Texas. Like, I truly love life in Texas. But that doesn't take away from the fact that, like, there are still hard days and there are hard weeks. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'm in like a hard season of life. Um, I definitely have had like hard seasons of life where it's like big chunks or big periods of my life where I have to like overcome things that I'm struggling with. I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I would definitely say like even in the good seasons of my life and the new changes and exciting things that happen, like happiness and sorrow can coexist. And And I think also that when feelings come, they shouldn't be hidden because like, oh, I'm having such a great like life right now. I'm having such a great time right now. Like, yes, I am. And that is true. But I can also be sad and I can also be sad for a couple of days. And I can also be confused at what my feelings are for a couple of days. And I can also be up and down because I'm a person. I'm not a robot. I'm not made to mechanically like maneuver my feelings in certain situations like we're given feelings for a reason and it's a beautiful thing to be able to tap into your emotions and try to understand what you're feeling but it's also draining and that's what I'm feeling I'm just feeling drained at trying to understand my emotions and so that's kind of what I felt um on Monday which I'm filming this on a Wednesday on Monday I just felt super like um tired but not men not like tired sleepy tired just tired like my soul was tired which that's usually expected because I've just come off of like a nine ten show week and I take Mondays to like rest so I didn't really think anything of it but I woke up Tuesday and I just felt so dead like I just felt so dead emotionally and at first I was like, well, maybe I'm just tired. Like, I don't know, but I knew that wasn't it. And I didn't want to sit in that excuse because that's what my resort is, is to go to that excuse of, oh, I'm just tired. Oh, I need to rest. And I kind of just challenged myself and, and got alone and said, okay, what are these feelings that I'm actually feeling? Because I need to understand this. I think it's so important to tap into your emotions when you're feeling them and not just brush them to the side because for so long I've brushed them to the side. And maybe this is the actor in me coming out and being like, tap into your emotions because it's going to help you and like find your like, find your why and find your objective and your motive and blah, 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 blah. Maybe that's that part of me speaking, but that's also a part of me. So I'm going to speak it anyways. But like in life, we're going to have feelings. And if I don't tap into why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, it's going to arise again later in life and may come back even harder. And if I don't know how to navigate that, I'm not going to know what I think about things. I'm not going to know like how to get into certain situations and like understand that. Um, And so I was kind of just like taking inventory of my thoughts on Tuesday. And then I went to church Tuesday night after a two hour nap and I I woke up on a, it, it, after my nap and I, I was talking to one of my friends about just feeling kind of like just like 
like just so up and down and they were like it's like a toxic breakup like it's like you're going through a breakup and I and it like clicked and I was like oh my gosh like I feel like I'm going through breakup emotions of just like being up and down and and you know not really being in control of circumstances in my life and letting that affect my mood so that was something that I I came to church with was that thought of like I'm letting these circumstance these up and down circumstances of life to affect me and I've begun like the grieving process of going through a breakup when positive information can come negative information can come and with that I'm allowing that in so openly that it's affecting me emotionally and draining me so I went to church with that thought and then the message was just exactly what I needed and it just like I just sat and under like everything I had been feeling I just understood and one of the main points that he made he talked about your heart and now our heart, like we can say that we're letting God into our heart. We could say these things all the time that we're like allowing God to like water our heart and water our soul. But if the cracks are so dry that the water can't get in, then how do I expect my heart to get any, any goodness from it? Does that make sense? Like, like when you, when you go through things in your life, it's very easy to kind of like just want to build these bridges and get through them and then just keep going with your life. But like those things can come back. And that kind of led into like the discussion of forgiveness. And he was talking about how like you can forgive with your head, but not forgive with your heart. And forgiveness of others starts with forgiveness of yourself. And that really, really hit home to me. And now I'm trying to like express these feelings without giving like the specifics because there is a fine line. Like I love to share everything I can on the podcast, but there is a fine line between like if I share personal things with that involve other people or other situations in my life, like there is a boundary that is crossed because then it puts others in like an uncomfortable situation of now like their life is blasted on like social media and like that kind of thing. Um, So I want to be respectful of that. But I also like want you all to know like, you know, these feelings so that you're not alone because I know I can't be the only one who struggles with like or who is struggling with like an up and down emotional being an emotional wreck. I mean, I'm a girl. All girls a week out of every month are emotional wrecks all the time. And but like, that's not why I'm an emotional wreck right now. And I wouldn't even say I'm a wreck. I'm just emotional and trying to understand it. Um, but anyways, that was like a side tangent, whatever. Um, but yeah, forgiveness. He was talking about like you can say you forgive with your head, but if you don't fully forgive with your heart, how do you expect to be forgiven? Like, And it, and it hit me that there are people in my life who I say I have forgiven but I don't think I've really forgiven them in my heart and in my soul. And that really stinks because I'm stubborn. And I've been debating on having a conversation 
with someone who I need to forgive because I, I'm, I am stubborn in the fact that I don't want to reach out. And that right there tells me that I haven't forgiven. And so I can't move forward and, and I have to think about have I first forgiven myself for situations as well? If you're picking up what I'm putting down at all, if this is just like very utterly confusing to you, I'm so sorry. But for those of you that are kind of catching my drift, you understand what I'm saying. Um, but I think the thing is, I was so scared to like fully forgive because I was mistaking forgiveness for closure and I didn't want to seek closure in someone. But I think that was just a cover up so that I could be stubborn. And so that was something that hit me was that I was using, oh, well, having a conversation with someone isn't going to give me closure because I get my closure from the Lord, which is true. However, I was using that as a cover up of being stubborn and knowing there needs to be a conversation, but I didn't want to be the one to initiate it because I'm, I, I don't deserve to get down on that level. Like I'm say that in quotations, like that's me being prideful. Um, so yeah, so I, I left that church service feeling like very prideful and very, um, very sad that I kind of put myself on this high horse, um, for a while. Um, and that's not the only thing that's been happening. There's, there's just some other stuff where it's just been an emotional week and I need to honor myself in that. And I not honor myself. I need to honor those feelings that I'm having, um, And so I've been having a lot of conversations with the Lord. Another thing that the the pastor said was that we're so confused on why God isn't moving, like why God isn't moving in our lives. Um, But this kind of goes back to like the watering of the heart thing. It's like God is always moving. It's just a fact of if we're going with him or not. And so like God will move. But if we don't go with him, then we're saying, well, God, why? Like, where are you? Why aren't you moving? Where are you? Why aren't you listening to me? Well, God's always moving and he's on the move. So like we got to go with him or else we're not going to receive anything. And I do think there are other sides where it's like the Lord is always open and always has his arm arms open. So it's not like he's moving with his arms crossed and it's like, follow me if you want, like get in line. It's like a fact of like, he's always moving and his arms are open to catch you at any moment that you decide to join in. Um, and I think it's the beautiful thing about God is that even when I am feeling like these emotions and these things, and I want to stray from him and just try to understand it all myself, he, he sends pastors to tell me what I need to hear or he sends people in my life who I need to hear from or he sends gut feelings to me or verses or you know he sends things because I'm seeking his word and I'm seeking his guidance and when I've based my life my identity and placed my foundation of him as like my life rock as my life foundation as my life security like I know I can turn to him and ask him these hard questions because we've built that relationship and I can trust those gut feelings that I have and I can bring my emotions to him and know that I'm going to be accepted and know that I'm going to be loved even though I'm feeling up and down and even though I'm you know allowing anxiety to creep in 
in not trusting the Lord, he still loves me just the same, but will also friend, friendly, fatherly, I guess if that's a word, I don't know, remind me that he is in control. And I think that's the ultimate, if I had to like wrap up my whole heart dump into one God thought, it would be that he is in control. There's no need to worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have fears of itself. Let today worry about itself. The Lord is in control. So even when I struggle about taking things day by day and really truly not knowing what the next week holds for me, I know that the Lord already knows. And if I fully trust and rely on him, which is so scary to do, I know what will happen will happen. And I do trust him. I fully believe I do trust him with my life and with my future. But there's just a part of me that wants to know. And the part of me that wants to know what's going to happen is where I get tripped up. I trust that he is going to, his plan is going to come like how it's going to come, you know. But there's a part of me that just wants to know. And not wants to know because I need to like plan and I need to really... I just want to know because I don't like going blindly into things. Um, you know, I want, I'm someone who likes to like emotionally prepare for things that I get into. And I like to, I like to know what's coming up next. I like to be excited about the next chapter and about the next thing. But I think this is a true test of just living in the moment and pointing out things in the moment that I haven't healed from, because obviously I have some forgiving to do. And so how can I expect to move on to another chapter in my life or have, what my future is going to hold for me presented to me when I haven't even been able to forgive people in the present that I need to forgive and I'm being prideful about it. I think that's where I need to end. (laughs) I think that is an ending to all that I needed to get out. I feel like I've gotten out everything I need to get out. I love this little therapy session that we had. I love this little diary um, that I get to just speak on. I don't even have to write, like, this is like the best form of a diary. Cause I don't even have to write anything. My hand doesn't get tired. My forearm doesn't like go numb. Like I just speak. Maybe my throat hurts like a tiny bit, but like whatever hashtag worth it. I don't care. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say today. Um, thank you guys for listening. I love you all so much. Please let me know what you want to hear from next. Hop on over to the podcast, Instagram, and DM me and tell me who you want to hear from, what you want to, what you want to hear about. Um, I've got, I can, you can literally interview anyone in the history cast, anyone on the team. Um, if you want to hear from certain like investors or people that, you know, are also affiliated with his story, like shoot it to me in my DMs. Like, let me know. I'll reach out. Um, I'm sure I can get a bunch of people on the podcast. I just don't know who to go to because I don't really know who people want to hear from. So, um, let me know who you want to hear from. Uh, I love you. Jesus loves you. Thank you so much for listening to my my little diary. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. 
If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.